And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition here on the Mass Steel Podcast. We, of course, yours truly, Charles Proud, Richie, right now. Uh, we're getting ready to kick off the opening drive right now. And I'm sure everyone is aware. But uh, from yesterday, uh, the conclude of the night, as reported by NFL Network's Aditi Kinkobala, who usually is one of the reporters that covers the Steelers off of that network, as well as a few teams in the AFC North, uh, pretty much uh, seems to say that, according to Ben's agent, Ryan Toner, that Ben Rosberg will indeed be returning for another season. Now, as uh, it hasn't been official just yet, but we still got to wait to hear from you know, the actual official restructuring of his uh, contract, what they're going to do uh, cap hit-wise, because uh, Steelers, our chairman and uh, owner, Art really the second uh, team president, was saying that Ben and him met yesterday morning. They had a productive meeting. They were able to discuss a lot of things that relate to where, where they are and where they want to be uh, or want to go. Ben did assure that he is committed to coming back to help them win. And they told Ben that they would like him to come back to help them win a championship. They both understand that the next step is to work out his current contract situation. Now, remember, as everyone is aware right now, that he is going to be, uh, for his salary this year, aside from the sign bonus, set to make $19 million as it stands right now as we uh, take a look at things uh, for him. And it'll be really interesting to see how they're able to get that uh, number uh, further down even more when you look at it. Uh, because uh, so far, the biggest news, aside from uh, Ben Rosberg, too, was also recorded two days ago uh, that we heard the restructuring of Cam Hayward's uh, uh, contract. Uh, the Steelers' uh, front office was able to convert Cam's base salary and Rosberg's into a $9.4 million signing bonus, which saved which created about an extra over $7.07 million in cap room uh, for the Steelers. So, I mean, you got some stuff uh, working out pretty good so far. Currently at the moment, uh, with everything pending, you still got to factor in uh, Marquis uh, Pouncey's uh, retirement uh, as far as his debt money goes. But right now they're about over $19 million over the cap. Now, if they were to have uh, Marquis uh, Pouncey uh, retire, uh, that would bring the Steelers' salary cap to around a little over $11.7 million right now. So they definitely got some good stuff progressing right now in the positive direction as we take a look at everything. Uh, the Steelers' uh, team cap right now is about $185 million with everything uh, being factored in. They have over $4.5 million of rollover cap into this year's cap of the projected $108.5 million. But keep in mind, the salary cap could still go up uh, more and more as uh, things move along 
don't forget, we're still waiting to hear about uh, TDT stuff, uh, retirement uh, with the contracts, or particularly one of the more noble ones, too, was ABC's, I mean, uh, the Disney, I mean, their contribution to the NFL's demand, they put down about $3.4 billion for Monday Night Football, and that's one thing that still needs to be ironed out, but for the most part, the television contracts seem like to be as is for the next decade. So you could be having some extra money right there. And plus, remember, too, it's still not a foregone conclusion if we're going to be seeing a 17-game uh, schedule. That still needs to be decided on. That has not been deemed official just yet. But I would like to believe at some point we are going to see a little bit more uh, clarity on that because an extra game where players like it or not could still be extra revenue, could still be a little bit of a difference here. Now, as far as what Ben Rosberg coming back, I, I know it has been official. We still got to wait till they put uh, pen and ink to the paper to make this happen. I feel like it's a, it's inevitable to be happening right now. And a lot of people who've been waiting to see this guy like move on from the organization, uh, former players who uh, played with Ben before, or even former Steelers, who feels like he's setting this franchise back a couple of years. I'll be honest with you. Let, I mean, let's think about this for a second. I mean, yeah, I think the Steelers right now, the way they do things, I mean, they've been a team that has been kind of like numb to kind of like rebuilding. The last time they really did it was 2003, where they, which was their last losing record, by the way. They finished out the season 6-10. and 10. That was the second time they had a 6-10 record under Bill Cowher at the time, who actually did have about three losing seasons while with the Steelers. But at the same time, too, many people would argue, too, when they uh, did that, it did force them to rebuild in a way, uh, help them some better picks in the draft. I mean, when you look at things, I mean, more particularly with Ben Rosberg being the biggest fish of them all. And that's why I really start to wonder right now, I mean, when you got like Ben Rosberg coming back to this team, uh, it, it has to be a lot more than – just making the playoffs. Obviously, they're still looking for chance uh, hopes. But I, I feel like right now, I mean, they're still feel like in their mind, they're in it to win it. And I commend them for that. I just will say this right now. You got to start looking into the future, of course. But at the same time, too, really got to start to really wonder right now. I mean, what does this really truly mean right now for them going forward? Because when you look at stuff, that's been happening from a perspective and how this uh, franchise continues to run, I mean, under it. I mean, you look at, like, uh, the, the first uh, picks that Kevin Colbert's had, I mean, since he's been, like, the GM of this team. I mean, of course, the most obvious ones that stand out would be Troy Palmao back in 03 and Ben Rosper back in 04. But then you also had guys like uh, Heath Miller back in 05, uh, San Antonio Holmes in 06. Dionad Lawrence Timmon in 07, and of course, Marquise uh, Pouncey, Cam Hayward in 2010, 2011, David DeCastro in 2012, and of course, you could also say like uh, Bud Dupree and TJ Watt. I mean, a lot of those guys, too, I mean, when you really look at things, I mean, right now, you definitely have back to back years of Hall of Famers and Troy Palomalu, who's already enshrined, but Ben Rosper at some point who will be going to the can in due time. And then 
I mean, you look at like the other guys they produce. I mean, Marquise Pouncey, he's another one that's a little bit questionable if he'll be like a Hall of Fame bound, which I anticipate he will, and Cam Hayward. But, I mean, you got like right there, I mean, like easily uh, four guys off the bat. I mean, you could potentially make an argument for that will be enshrined and maybe TJ Watt at some point too if he continues to go on the pace that he's going at this point. But at the same time too, I mean, let's be honest right now. I really do believe this was the right move. I mean, the Steelers, I mean, a lot of people look at, I mean, you look at those many people they had before in the past where it's Troy Palomalu or Heinz Ward or guys like a Franco Harris or even like a John Stallworth. People, they did not have to owe them anything. But in some ways, I guess Ben Rosberger is a little bit of a different cat. I mean, simply because, I mean, let's be honest, the position that he plays for and how long they went through a drought when they haven't had one since Terry Bradshaw. I mean, the only other people that probably even came somewhat in the middle of that wasn't the old Donald and then Ben Rosberger, realistically uh, speaking here. I, I just got to believe right now they're still – it's just – you know what? They're going to go out. They're going to go out swinging with their BB gun and Ben Browner. I, I, I think it's the wisest move. Because the thing is, no matter who you bring in to this point, where they want to go the route of drafting a new quarterback, or even if they decide to, like, try and sign someone with free agency or decide to trade for someone, you still got to build around them. You still got to make sure – you get a legit offensive line or running back. I'd say offensive line would have to be the biggest priority when they get into that a little bit later on because right now, yeah, a lot of good tackles in this draft right now uh, that is uh, real reasonable, which I, I would not mind seeing the Steelers uh, get with their uh, first selection at the first pick of the number one four in the first round. Now, keep in mind, this year they will be having two compensatory uh, picks uh, for this year's draft uh, coming up. As uh, we look at it right now, so they're going to be uh, having uh, in round number four, 141st overall for losing nose tackles to Javon Hargrave, who went on the sign with the Eagles back in free agency last year. And then round number six, 225th overall for free safety, Sean Davis. Now, remember, he did sign with the Washington football team early, which was known as the Redskins, but when it came – at the end of the training camp, he did not make the roster. He found himself while back with the Steelers. So not only did the Steelers get back Sean Davis, but they still were able to qualify for a compensatory pick. The Steelers have two, which is the third most in this year's uh, draft right now. The Cowboys right now, they have the most with four, followed by the Patriots, Rams, Packers, and Falcons, each with three. So the Steelers will have two, once again, uh, in the fourth round at – 141st overall, and then round number six at 225th overall for losing guys in free agency, such as Javon Hargrave and Sean Davis. So that those will be another stuff right now. And also, too, uh, like I said, uh, Dale Lally notes, too, aside from uh, Cam Hayward's uh, restructuring, Steelers could still create additional cash space with the restructuring of guys like defensive end, Stefan Tuitt, kicker Chris Boswell, and fullback uh, Derek Watt, which would be an additional $6 million in cash space. So if you factor that stuff in there, you're probably looking at about maybe around $5 million over the cap. And then just keep in mind, like I said, look, I anticipate this salary cap at some point. I would It would not surprise me if we see this blow up 
an extra five, no more than 15 million. Even if it's, I mean, I, I probably say right now, because there's a lot of optimism going on. Like I said, I really believe, too, for a lot of teams who are going to be struggling in cap space when you look at this year. I mean, you look at the teams right now who are in horrific uh, spots right now. You got the New Orleans Saints right now. It's $69.5 million over the salary cap. And a lot of that has to do with restructuring Breeze's contract, who is anticipated to be retiring any moment. You got the Rams at over $33.9 million over the cap. Even the Packers at $11.45 million. Now, behind the Steelers are the Falcons at $20.2 million. So the Steelers are not alone in this boat. But, I mean, when you really look at it, too, I mean, from this perspective, I mean, let's think about this for a second. You at least uh, got six, like us, eight playoff teams who are over the cap right now. The Bills, Titans, Bears, Packers, Steelers, Chiefs, Rams, and Saints all over the cap. So I, I would not be surprised if there is some sort of deal anticipated where a lot of teams get a huge break from this, uh, which would not stun me at all. But I really do believe right now this is some good omens uh, coming up. Also, too, we're hearing uh, possible news, too. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean, is he going to be uh, finding his way back with the Steelers? He says he wants to be a Steeler for the rest of his career. Uh, I mean, unless they cannot come to terms with a contract. He does not anticipate wanting to go anywhere. I mean, when we uh, check things out. Uh, but right now, uh, just to give everyone a reminder, too, usually around this time we'll be uh, seeing the scouting combine uh, coming up. Uh, Dale Lally is knowing that the scouting combine should be taking place. Instead, pro days will take their place as the only chance to players to make an impression between now and the draft. And the current schedule that Dale Lally is uh, pulling out uh, for this, here we go. They got uh, Friday, uh, March 5th, uh, which be in uh, Kansas. Uh, Alabama will be having two pro days, the first on March 23rd and the second on March uh, 30th. So it'll be between March 5th and April 9th, pretty much for a lot of these uh, campus uh, workouts. Uh, Friday, March 5th, like I mentioned, uh, according to Dale Lally, it'll be uh, Kansas. Tuesday, March 9th, it'll be Kansas State, Northwestern, uh, Wisconsin, Whitewater. Uh, Wednesday, March 10th, Arkansas, Marshall, Maryland, Wisconsin. Uh, Thursday, March 11th, Clemson, Nevada, Texas. And uh, Friday, March 12th, Arkansas State, North Dakota State, Oklahoma, and uh, much more uh, coming up pretty much. If you guys want to check it out, feel free to check out uh, Dale Lolly's article on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Uh, remember, you can follow uh, Dale Lolly on Twitter, at DLolly underscore PGH. Make sure to check him out right now as uh, we take a look at things uh, more set. But uh, like I said, too, I mean, uh, back to the Ben Rosberg situation, I really right now believe – I mean, there. I mean, no one's in a hurry to do anything. But I, I will just say this: like I said, the fifty million dollar uh, roster balls, that'll be a huge thing right now. 
as we uh, look at things. I mean, you got also, too, right now, Mark Boley, who also tweeted out a possible uh, projection of having uh, Ben Rosberger's uh, deal uh, when we take a look at things. And uh, right now, if they were to restructure his contract, they're probably looking around like a a thirteen point three three five million dollar restructure, uh, which would include a twelve and a half million dollar bonus proration, uh, which would make his cap hit go from forty one point two five to twenty six point nine one million dollars. So pretty much about fifteen million dollars in cap space reduced right there. Uh, his uh, dead cap uh, for the 2021 season will just increase. Well, will go up to $40.175 million. Next year, $14.34 million. So, I mean, that, I think that's pretty reasonable right there. I think that's a very uh, fair number right there. I mean, when you take a look at things, a lot of people have been wondering. I mean, obviously, it's given that we're not going to see this guy play with the highest cap that they're going to be having for this season. But I do believe right now, I mean, Ben Rosper has met so much of this franchise for a lot of years. I mean, you could question the decision-making as it was getting late in the season. But, I mean, who would you rather go with? And I think it's playing simple right now. I mean, can he do a rebuild? Absolutely. But at the same time, how much are we going to have that niche right now to knowing that – it's going to be for certain that there'll be some excellent quarterbacks coming out of next year's draft. I, we just have no idea. Because I know one of the guys that people were projecting uh, for the Steelers uh, going into this uh, draft uh, for this year was Matt Jones out of Alabama. Now, now when you look at a guy like uh, Matt Jones, he's not so much of a mobile quarterback, but he has pretty good decision-making. I mean, pretty much for his career, he threw for over 6,126 yards in his uh, four seasons at the University of Alabama right there. There's a touchdown interception ratio of 56 to 7 interceptions right now. And he's only rushed for like 42 yards in his uh, four years if he was there. Uh, they're giving the comparison to him, like maybe like a Matt Barkley or A.J. McCarron, but we'll hit on quarterbacks. Uh, pretty much on the next show, which would be next week, next Monday. But let's go back into what I was saying, too, uh, going into the show right now as we look at it. Uh, the more important stuff right now for uh, this year, I would definitely have to say the offensive line and the running game. So let's go ahead and begin uh, with the tackles right now. Ten tackles will be in the top 100 uh, this year, according to Walter Football. That is right now we got Oregon, uh, Panay Sewell, uh, then you'll have USC, Eliza Vera Tucker, uh, Eliza Vera Tucker, then you'll have Northwestern, Rashawn Slater, Virginia Tech, Christian Derrissaw, Michigan, Jalen Mayfield, Texas, Sam Cosme, Alabama, Alex Leatherwood, Notre Dame, Liam Eichenberg, Oklahoma State, Tevin Jenkins, and then Michigan and Cincinnati, James Hudson right now. Uh, one of the people who I like uh, for the Steelers to select in this year's uh, draft, when you look at I'll probably have to go with uh, Jalen Mayfield right now. 
Baylor Mayfield uh, right now, who when we uh, take a look at it uh, for this year, who is coming out of Michigan, uh, right now, according to Walter Football, his quickness and athleticism on the edge, neutralized uh, pass rushers seem to be standing out. Uh, very quick out of his stance as he fires back or forward with explosion of the ball with speed and agility. Mayfield instantly gets good depth in his drop and is able to play the typewriter with his feet to mirror speed rushers. And very uh, solid and contributing in the run at the point of attack. I think that's definitely going to be a big thing right here. Because uh, Sutton's right now, realistically, you only got like one that's really projected to go in the first round. But I really feel like the Steelers right now, they're going to go for any offensive line. I'm looking at tackles right now, to be honest you. And, uh, That's why we're starting off uh, today right now with that. I think you got to make sure you got to continue. Because if you do draft a running back right now, uh, aside from that too, I mean, you look at the other uh, running backs right now, one of the names that's been flowing out, uh, since the beginning of this year right now, has been uh, right now Alabama's Najee Harris. Now, he is a second-rate uh, prospect in front of the running backs. who projected to be somewhere between the first two rounds. He's a big back who has some quickness and athleticism for the NFL. But in the last few seasons, he did not run to the sides and looked to bounce too many carries to the outside rather than use his power to run behind his pads in the physical mare. That's one thing to keep in mind. But if anyone who I like uh, for the running backs, I would have to go right now uh, going into this. I'll look at uh, Kenny uh, Gainwell right now. Uh, Kenny uh, Gainwell, who will be coming out of Memphis, he's projected between the first three rounds right now. Kenny Gainwell right now for uh, scrimmage, he has 2,212 yards right now. But at the same time, too, he's also rushed for 1,150 yards, averaging 6.6 yards on the ground, which is the second most in this year's draft, uh, pretty much. I mean, the thing is, I mean, you need like a physical back, I think, once again. And I I think at some point, too, I mean, Gainwell uh, for this year, I mean, if they don't get Najee uh, Harris right now, he was electric. And, I mean, as a redshirt freshman in 2019, he jumped out the team. It was about 6.3 yards per carry on the year for 1,459 yards with 13 touchdowns. And it was a superb receiver out of the backfield, recording 51 receptions for 610 yards and three scores for the air. He's a fast and explosive back who has a threat to rip off a long gain on any touch. 5'11", power, could stand to get stronger for the NFL, but he is a young and has time to develop physically. And, uh, yeah, I, I think if anyone, if you want to go with Sean right there, Kenny Gainwell is probably one of the guys you may want to pay attention to right now because, other than that, I mean, the top running back uh, in this draft right now, which I don't see the Steelers getting, unless they're willing to trade up, maybe it will be uh, Travis uh, Eating right now, Al Clemson. I wouldn't think Kenny Gain will be probably like one of the guys they probably uh, look at. I don't know about the first pick, but maybe at some point uh, coming up. 19, he jumped out anticipation this year. I figure, I mean, around 6.3 yards at some point, I think Kenny Gain will be probably worked out with Ben Rosberger. Get an offensive line right now. Focus on tackles. And I think you're definitely on a good ways to go right there in that regard right there. 
I mean, just a great start. I mean, either way here. And let's take a look at some other stuff right now, too. I mean, don't forget, uh, just to wrap up things right now, when we look at uh, Tag Day just begun right now. One of the things that's been interesting right now, Bud Dupree right now, is uh, he going to get uh, money with the Steelers? Probably not. I mean, remember, Kevin Colbert did express, I mean, some hope that they could get a deal done. But, I mean, he's not slamming the door on it. He is projected, according to Spoketrack.com, uh, when we take a look at uh, Bud Dupree, right, the money that he'd be commanding here as we look at his market value for uh, this season, according to Spoketrack. We take a look at just uh, – it's supposed to be projected right now for four years at $18.2 million, which will mean Steelers would have to at least uh, give them $18.2 million a year for a total of $72.8 million for four years. I don't know if that's going to happen, but like I said, hopefully if the salary cap uh, continues to jump up little by little more, I mean, only time will tell that for right now. So uh, that, that's what all I got for today right now. I'll just give everybody a quick update here. Uh, see who else the Steelers can maintain. I mean, there's a lot of stuff right now, too. I mean, if they don't get but, but the pre right now, too, can he get an outside linebacker to start off the draft right now? I would not be surprised in that. I mean, you got a lot of good outside linebackers in this year's draft. Eight of them in the top 100 right now. I mean, you can't go wrong with, in my opinion. So they may look for someone out of the draft. So let's keep an eye on that. Got a lot of people to take a look at right now and just see, because that, that's going to be one of the main things is this too. I mean, is J.J. Watts still going to be com- coming to this team possibly at all? I don't know about that, but I, I'm, I'm looking at a situation right now. I mean, if you're going to look at one guy who they could probably get at outside linebacker, for uh, this year, you probably look at a guy like uh, Xavier uh, Collins right now of Tulsa right now. This guy has a total of seven, seven and a half sacks. He has about 25 tackles for loss in his three seasons at, at Tulsa. I mean, which is like the third most in the top 10 that are projected right here. We'll also hit on some uh, lineback- outside linebackers next Wednesday. So quarterbacks next Monday. Of course, uh, outside linebackers next Wednesday. That's going to do it for this edition here of the Mastio Podcast. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Project Richie for the Mastio Podcast on Twitter. It is at CTR and at Nation on Instagram. If I leave you, don't be trolling, be rolling. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I got it.